It is the Baking It Down podcast. Baking It Down. Did, did you miss your calling? Baking It Down. Yeah, if this doesn't work out, I'm moving on. <laughs> Singing. <laughs> I was going to do a football tonight just in case. <laughs> well, welcome to the Baking It Down podcast with Sugar Cookie Marketing. We are a group of bakers, 36,000 strong on Facebook. But you know what? I said I like listening to podcasts. Heather, make a podcast happen. And she oddly obeyed, like a good sister does. <laughs> 33 years in counting, guys. <laughs> but welcome to the podcast. Heather, if someone is just tuning in for the very first time, what are they in for? A wild ride full of exciting adventures and marketing nuggets, the group stuff, sponsors, of which we have a new one. So stay tuned. Ooh. Fun. Ah. And then no mailbag. Never a mailbag. <laughs> Always a mail, never a mailbag. <laughs> so let's jump into a weird topic. A weird, not a weird topic. Weird, odd. A, we had a family outing. We do it every Saturday um, where all of us sisters and my mom. No, I gotta go say, to it's lunch. only started since the pandemic. We call it. We Pandemic call it Saturday. Quarantine Saturdays. Saturdays. And we used to just meet up at the house because there was literally nothing to do. And we'd play like Yahtzee. I think we played Spoons one time. That was that, that really was very that divided and the we, family. Yeah. So we had to we bring talk for another two years. <laughs> I used to bake with my sister and then she. She tried to get into the cookies. She didn't know it. Other things we tried. Christmas and July's were born from this. What else did we Walks do? in the neighborhood. Yeah. Yahtzee, but we did. We did. Pictionary. Oh, we did do that's Pictionary. Fun. That also was stressful. Fun. Yeah, it's very stressful. Um, but on this past Saturday, Heather said randomly, because there was like this big old lull in the middle. I'm not a one to let a lull last for long. <laughs> she said, that I have a bunch of quotes that I've saved. Something triggered me to bring up this list. What triggered you to this? I think someone this? said a quote and I, I added it. I close this window because okay. it's baking me. Okay. We also have a on jacket on. So. Oh, okay. Oh, I have a guitar oh, oh. that I've never learned how to play. <laughs> well, it is oddly very close to the window, of course. Ne next to solo will cost you guys the first one's on the house. <laughs> okay, so. Queso. So with the quotes. Yeah. I feel like a lot are of these are your life quotes? No, these are quotes I hear in random places and I add them to a Notion board. If you're a Notioner, raise your hand. We, If you know, you know. Notion is like a second brain app. It's free to use. I can Great. really like conquer the one brain. <laughs> yeah, that's why you get the second guy. I have I have problematic memory issues, but you it's do. also my best feature. I never forget you? anything. Your worst Corey? nightmare. <laughs> Corey forgets nothing. I forget everything with our powers combined. We are Captain Planet. <laughs> so, um, this quick notes thing. It's just quotes I hear on podcasts. Quotes I see in black, but. Quotes Me that too. hit Heather's little heartstrings that she says, I would like to. And I was handing them out. I was assigning them to she was. people she was. that I thought they needed to hear. So she wants to assign them to all of us Correct. because they were actually pretty good uh -huh. quotes. Yeah, this is a solid they quote. Were pretty good so we're going to go through these and then we're going to extrapolate them towards cookie people. Yeah. Some of them may or may not apply. Some, may Some of them are about dating. You just don't know. Heather's <laughs> troublesome relationship. <laughs> okay. If it costs you your inner peace, it's very expensive. Say that one more time. If it costs you your inner peace, then it's very expensive. Mm. Mm. That's the problematic clients. That is problematic clients. Yeah. So you can make a ton of money from a really problematic client. But if it costs you more mental energy, which there's no dollar assigned, yeah. then it's probably more expensive than you realize. I will say, me and Heather, when we first started business, 
This is probably what everyone does. They take on any we were person yes who's breathing. We rush around. Yeah, we, we, thought, that, yes. <laughs> we thought if we said yes to everybody, no one could get mad at us. Unfortunately, that is not the case. Your yeses become expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, you then, did this for me before. Why can't you do it now? Well, I didn't charge you before. Well, then why can't you do it for free now? Yeah. So it honestly was not worth it. it Being was yes not. man and taking on complicated clients just to make a buck is expensive. Yeah. For instance, perhaps maybe some, what, what do you call employee, employers? What are you the doing? unemployable employee. Right. So we, okay, it only happens late on Saturdays. Probably this client, been a very quiet client, but contract's pretty easy, had too few many to drink. That and we found out. It wasn't that we were surmising. Someone told us. That. I surmised. And I was like, what out. time is it on a Saturday? <laughs> yeah. And sent this very, to me, offensive text message. It wasn't offensive in the... It, it was, was offensive. Just it was demanding. Yeah. It's, uh, basically what it demanding says is... Demanding and demeaning. What it said is, if I text you, I want to text back immediately. If you don't, I'm going to find somebody else. Okay. This would be the 10th time almost. I think I have email proof and text proof that I've asked this client to stop texting. Yeah. We only work in emails. We're our project management software and agree. You might say, well, why does he even have your phone numbers? Because we had to get into the Instagram account. <laughs> Darn it all. <laughs> Anyways, so as soon as it was, you know, he sent that text at 7.30, called him. He must have turned off his phone and blocked my number, which was wild since you wanted an immediate reply. And I was trying to give it to yeah. you. And then I got home at 10.30 because I was out to dinner. And I said, thank you so much for this four-year-long contract. It is great. I hope you guys, I wish you guys the best, but we're we're going to end this contract per your request because it's not something we can Yeah, we well, can you not It's a boundary we're not willing to bend upon. So best of luck on your Future the two no. business partners call completely apologetic saying, hey, he drinks on Saturdays. Please don't let us go. So, But if it costs you the inner peace, man, it's not worth it. Yeah. So while we were able to salvage that relationship, I will say we were willing to walk away. We have a lot of quotes if we're going to do these. Okay, little... go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> if you don't cultivate discipline, you will be a slave to your impulses. Ugh. Me on Etsy in the middle mm-hmm. of the evening. So discipline in Etsy would be a budget. Right. If you don't make a budget, then you don't have to follow it. <laughs> but I think it the same way. So I, on Sundays, makes me sound like a real crazy person after my late night texts from clients on Saturdays. <laughs> on Sundays, I sit down and I plan out my week. Cheetah. If I don't do that, my week is all over the map. What are you looking at? I'm just thinking about you planning your week. When Heather plans her week, it gives me an email, which also then plans my week. Hello. So I get all my Sunday to myself. <laughs> so, yeah, if I don't plan on Sunday, guess what doesn't happen? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Work. Everything. Okay. This one, this one is about relationships. Okay. The axe forgets, but the tree remembers. Explain it. <laughs> it was from a Reddit thread. Okay. Where I think it was a couple, and I'm assuming that the man was writing, saying that the wife constantly yelled at him, but then would act like nothing happens, but he's now walking on eggshells. And they say, like, the axe wow. just chops everything, but the tree remembers what the axe did while the axe is unfazed. So he's a pushover because the tree fell. not a pushover. Got he's it. scared of Jim the axe. <laughs> you can see that crazy axe and Nate is the tree. <laughs> uh did you – oh, yeah, this is when somebody says something that is kind of probably something they shouldn't have said. Okay. And it leaves you to be like, that hurt my feelings. So you say – like, say something offensive to me. Say, like uh, – You're here looking crazy. Did you say that to be helpful or hurtful? Hurtful. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so you 
get that. So it kind of uh, when I know when uh, when you're maybe talking to another baker and someone's like, uh, "That's gross that you put your cookies on the shred." Did you say that to be helpful or hurtful? Because it's on TikTok's going to be like, "I want you to cry." <laughs> Someone another... said my florals were ugly. <laughs> I deleted a bunch of comments. They said many more things were ugly. <laughs> Dory. Um, the, another iteration of that one is, "What did you want me to hear when you said that?" Because oh. it forces them to explain, and perhaps maybe you get on the same page. And if they were trying to be hurtful, then they got to back out of it, unless they're just ruthless. In which case, back Comment one day. <laughs> um, let's go on. When an inanimate object wants more from you than it can give you, that is called clutter. Oh, Heather is a, like a minimalistic approach. So this one's definitely meant for me. Right. Well, I can't, it came from a book on minimalism. I will it's say in my house, like if I have a box, like boxes I just got for an order mm-hmm. and they've been sitting out, they take mental space they just do. looking up But there's at them. no financial attachment to them because this is my, this is why clutter is so dangerous because you know the cost of acquiring the thing. Oh, yeah. And so the cost of getting rid of a thing is the dollar amount, uh-huh. but you can't factor in the cost of the thing sitting on your desk for no, five years. you can't. And that's why it's so unfair because it's hard to calculate. Yeah. So my new thing is when I do a pre-sale, a lot of times with pre-sales, we're like, I better get all the packaging because I want to make sure that I have enough to provide my clients. No, now I say I'm going to get this set number of packaging. And if I sell out, then great. That's the goal. That was the goal. But I'll never just keep having this stuff yeah. for years and years and years where it's taking up mental space and physical space. I mean, storage has a cost. The minimalist? Okay. So, like, let's pretend. You know, Archer talks a lot. Yeah. Archer's Corey's son. Her husband. I'm just kidding. It's her son. <laughs> but Nate talks a lot. So, when they're talking a lot, don't you need to say, everyone quiet. I got to think. Yeah. All the time. They say that stuff on a table is considered, it's called visual noise. Oh, I So it's agree. still loud even though it makes no sound. Every Sunday I reset the cookie room. I That's have good. to clean Sunday it up. reset. Yeah. I'm, I'm not making little to-do things, but I am cleaning. Yeah. And it helps me be able to settle down and rest for the, and start the next week off with a bang. Great. Okay. <laughs> Sounds exciting. <laughs> Eat that frog workbook. I was taking the cookie college through it. But his first start, the first step is cleaning off your desk. Every it's day. It's not supposed to. Like saying like. Yeah. At the end of every day, clean off your desk. So when you sit down mm-hmm. the next morning, you know exactly where you're starting. You ate the frog. There's nothing distracting. And also keep your phone on the office. Mm-hmm. I like my phone. Okay. Um, You either do hard things to make your life easier or you do easy things that will make your life harder. Choose your hard. Delayed gratification. So short-term, high, long-term, low. This is procrastinating. I'm yeah. going to put off baking so I can watch a new show. Mm-hmm. I can not work. I can scroll on social media. And then you are going crazy, running into the baking group. I made these cookies last night. If I bag them today, <laughs> they're going to be Yeah, that one's miserable because – but here's the other side of budgeting and time budgeting. It sounds miserable. I'll be honest. It's not shumakshay, right? right? However, on the other side of executing, whatever you're procrastinating baking or my weekend planning, uh-huh. is the freedom to enjoy the time that's left over unadulterated. You know what Archer said? Oh, gosh, darn it. I have homework and it was Sunday night. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I hate that I have homework on Sunday night. I said, no, 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 no. You had homework on Friday night. <laughs> and you have Nobody pushed it till Sunday. <laughs> so <laughs> your Sunday could have been pretty advanced, dude. <laughs> I like the app YNAB. You need a budget, right? Okay. Uh, if you want to learn more about it, Ben B did a live. It is paid to get 36 days for something weird. But 
people are like, eh, budgeting. And I was like, eh, budgeting. But when I have something allocated, so I have a line item, one new outfit a month. Oh. Yeah. Is that where your little robe came from? That's where it came from. Also, that Virginia tax refund. I don't know why we got it, but it also funded my flippy floppies. You got yours. Oh, for the... Oh, yeah, you're right. They sent the whole state, 250 Yeah, I had all right. Oh, the IRS. Oh, they sucked it. He said, no, 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 don't put it in our couch. Put that one on here. So when I look at my budget and I say, oh, my goodness, I've allocated $100 or whatever, 50 bucks, towards this thing, I can spend that $50 freely without the anxiety that it's taking from something else Mm -hmm. because I have chosen And you probably enjoy it so much more. Heather walked down and said, look at my new slippers. Got them to match my robe. (laughs) (laughs) She's enjoying her little outfit for month. (laughs) I cannot be more comfy. I could also look not better for the outside world than I do right now. Okay. Uh, This one I thought was funny. I think Amy said it. Throw them a carrot so they don't try to eat the whole garden. That is an interesting, like... This, I could see it when a client is super angry. Yeah. And you're like, okay, but you're probably wrong, but I'm going to give you a refund. I'm going to give you a refund versus this client being so angry that they run to all the groups, they run to your review profile, and they lambast you on every single outlet out there. Yeah. My, our dad is an example of this. He did not throw out the carrot. And then you have the whole thing on principle, which I'm not going to argue the principle of this, but he did a high end job that costs, you know, considerably tens of thousands of dollars. And the client was very particular. Okay. But he was like, I think this would be the hill I die on. This is over 10 years ago. And that lady to this day still writes in better ways. I had a blocker. Uh huh. One day she said, "Are you related to him?" And I said, <laughs> "How would you? How would you know that?" <laughs> so Dad did not throw her the carrot, and it did cost in the whole garden. So I kind of like that one. Yeah. Then you can hold a well. They shouldn't got the carrot. Okay. If you want to fight that battle, you and Dad can. You want Pay to call my to dad? Make it go away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll add that one to the oh, end of this. Nice. Wait, you can't. I already just threw it in. Anyone, if you're listening to this list and you also have a quote to add, please, please. post it so I can add it to my list. Um, oh, I like this one a lot. It's not on TikTok. I'm going to give you the flowers. You can water them or not. And this is for people who can't take a compliment. Uh, so, like, if I say, hey, Corey, I really like your cookies, and you're like, oh, it didn't take me any time at all. It's like, hey, listen, I gave you the flowers. If you want to water them or not, that's up to you. But take the compliment. And I think as a business owner, it's kind of hard to toot toot the own horn. It is. It is. Now let me try this. Corey, those cookies were so great. And you'd be like, oh my goodness, thank you so much. You know what would make a huge difference? If you wrote that on my Facebook page. <gasps> oh, then you could love it. Now go water yeah, it. I'm watering it. I'm pruning <laughs> these flowers. I'm going to tell you where I want these things to be grown. <laughs> yeah. So I think that would be a really good one. Especially a lot of people hate taking compliments. But when you don't take the compliment, you kind of put the onus back on the other person. To me, I like, feel like you're shoving it back in their face. Like, no, it was You have bad enough. taste in me. Yeah. <laughs> so that is a good one. It's not for sale, but it ain't free either. I don't know what that one was about. Oh, that sounds good. One. Let me let me digest that one a little bit. Okay, let it was from Reddit. It I wrote. Say, say it again. I think it was finding a, a partner. Like, I'm not for sale, but I'm also not free. You get it? Like, it's not it's not free, but I was also not for sale. Like, I'm high quality, but you bring also all your must cash be. to the table. <laughs> Got it. Okay, it keep going. <laughs> okay, the day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. Oh. This is marketing. Start man. now, whether it be a website, whether it be Facebook page, Facebook just the page. three by three by three challenge on Instagram. A lot of times what we do in business is we do something and we feel like we're going to have this big burst of business. Nope. 
That's not how it works. If it did, we'd all be retired on some island somewhere because we'd be making millions. Mm -hmm. What happens is you start something today and the benefits are either a week away, a month away, a year Mm -hmm. away, but you did the hard work today and you're going to benefit from it. You got to trust the process a little bit because sometimes you're like, well, I followed everything they said in my first cookie class didn't fill up. Corey and I, I was actually in the cookie college teaching class on email marketing. Uh So I was uh, creating an email list from people who attended our classes. Uh Our first class sold one ticket. Guess to who it was? My mom. My mom. (laughs) My mom. What if we had thought we could eat the fruit the day we planted the seed? If we would have, we should, honestly, if we had that, we would have quit. We would never have tried. Yeah. So in these passive classes and just the dirty, dirty, rough, rough math, 24,000 from that first day. We should start teaching more classes. <laughs> we should just get lazy. lazy. <laughs> so we would have lost $24,000 if we had just let Quite, that first yeah. fruit that never grew on the first class that our mm-hmm. mom signed up for. I think, for I think when I, we started classes, it was roughly when I started decorating cookies. I honestly had no idea what I was doing. And I said, what do you keep start? looking at over my shoulder? I don't know. I'm just looking at your screen. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think you have over there? I don't know. Maybe they can't see. Go on with your quotes. This is where a text shows up. No, no text message. Okay, okay. (laughs) You can't learn to drive in a parked car. Get on the road, kids. Try it. Corey, here's the thing. Bless this person. So a lady signs up for the college yesterday, and she's like, I hate to tell you this, but you got a a, a typo in the title of your The Cookie College landing page. Gosh darn it. (laughs) And I said to myself, LOL, thank you so much. Immediately go fix it. But had I made sure that page was perfect before I launched it, it would have never been up. And I hate typos, and I know they look unprofessional, but I'd rather you guys put out something with a typo than put nothing out at all. Yeah, waiting for it to be perfect. While you're waiting and sitting for it to be perfect, someone's taking your clientele. Mm. Those of us who love a typo in the title of a webpage, we're taking your clients. You can always go back and optimize. You can't go back and relaunch. You just got to get it out there. And you can't learn to drive in a parked car. So your first cookie class may be terrible. Ask me and Corey how we know, Mama. <laughs> Mama's like, well, what did I pay for? Uh, but the second class is better. And the third class gets better. And eventually yeah. your typos are fixed. And eventually your clients are like, great, I love the quality of this. This works. When we and Heather started teaching cookie classes, we had a script that we held in our hands. It was like 28 pages Yeah, really long. sweaty. Like, you know where your palms sweat? Yeah. And then, <laughs> like, I didn't know. Go. Like, I lost my spot in the thing. So yeah, Heather yeah. had to talk for, like, three rounds for imagine somebody doesn't know how to bake talking for three slots when we started i was so nervous but like my nervousness didn't like sound bad but it made me run out of breath so i'm like <laughs> and then, and it's also the beginning of covid so we wore these head cones <laughs> yeah, that's true like, and, the mask. and then and then heather's like i'm gonna take over if, if i can get your eyes over here real quick <laughs> just have a little bit of a heart palpitation okay uh Okay, I like this one. This is a spelling thing, so I'm going to have to explain After it. After you just spelled something wrong on yeah, the Yeah, I shouldn't be preaching from this pulpit. If there's a due date, then treat it like a due date. So D-U-E-D-O. So if you have a due date, then that means go and do it. Uh, that comes back to the eat that frog mentality of like, hey, listen, it's got to get done, man. Yeah. You man. can either suffer all weekend knowing it's got to get done, or you can get it done and then enjoy the rest of your weekend. Sometimes when me and Heather have so much work in front of us, I'm just like, Corey will be like, can you meet me at Opex Steakhouse? I, need I don't want to work. <laughs> yeah, that's sometimes. But then it pushes work to the yeah. next day. Work, I, I say, like I look at my to-do list and I say, you got to get done. It's got to get done. The only person going to do it, that's me. I'm going to do it this week. I'm going to do yeah. it next. I always just put one foot in front of the other. I always tell myself, it always gets done. On time? No. 
It needs to get done eventually. <laughs> That's what I spend my Sundays doing. So if I have something on my task list, it actually has to be also on my Google Calendar. And one can't exist on one without the other. So I can't have a Google Calendar task and it not be on my task list. So what I do is I schedule out my whole week. And then when I got a client that says, hey, can I schedule a meeting? I say, yeah, next week. But but I have availability on Tuesday or Wednesday. They don't say but, 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 but. <laughs> I don't have a but quote. Um, ever. No, I'm not going to skip that one. Stoic. If this one has a curse word, so I'm going to change it. Oh, oh, yeah. If it smells like poop everywhere you go, you might want to check your shoes. Yes. Yes. Your attitude controls a lot of what's around yeah, you. I feel like everyone's so negative. Are you mm. sure? Are you making them negative? That's right. If you're like, wow, clients are so difficult. Are you a difficult person? And it forces people to be difficult to you. What I say is if you have five interactions and they're all negative, what's the one common denominator? Yeah, Corey loves to do that. It's you. You break <laughs> up with a boyfriend and now she'll be like, well, they're only leaving. The same <laughs> all three men have left you. I wonder what's in God. Yeah, I did the leave. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. You two know who you are. <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast, that's weird. <laughs> Okay, never miss an opportunity to shut up. Oh, I need to take that. Mm, me too. You know, like um, I was talking to a therapist and she'll ask a question and I'll give the answer and then she'll just look and then I'll feel the need to continue talking. And I'll be like, wow, you are making me tell too much. <laughs> but she knows. She knows. So imagine if you were like with a client and you let them do a majority of the talking, you're going to know a lot more about their order uh, than if you did all the talking. That's true. I've when me and Heather go to networking groups, I always say, leave the room knowing more about them than they know about you, because uh -huh. then you'll be their absolute favorite. And they'll continue to talk for the rest of your life. That's good. That's a good one. Um, the first step to fix any problem is to not make it any worse. Ah, uh, mm -hmm. mitigate issues. Mm -hmm. That so is a lot when, of times yeah, people panic. When something do. goes wrong, they run, where they send really fast replies. Oh my goodness, uh, what happened? Like you're, there's no thought behind it because you're so stressed. You're panicked. You have, yeah, it's just like almost like a reflex. Like mm -hmm. I, if I don't fix this in the next two seconds. So you send this email. Once you send that email back. Mm -hmm. You have a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Corey will send With my ex-husband for some odd reason. <laughs> I feel like if I don't email him back in two seconds that I'm going to get, I don't know, in trouble. <laughs> so Corey will call me and be like, here's what I was thinking about saying, blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, you didn't say that though, right? And she was like, no, you did. I'm just reading it. <laughs> I'm just telling you what <laughs> So what I tell people is, you know, just slow down. We can't go back and unsend the email you're about to send. So don't mess this up. Mm -hmm. You have time breathe, take a deep breath, come to the group, say, hey, here's my two approaches here. Am I am I missing this? But what I don't like ha to happen is you come to the group and said, I sent this. Did I do it wrong? Yeah. Because that, then we're only getting, if you did kind of approach it a little rough, rough we and tumbly. We can still learn from it, but, but we can't fix yeah. it. You've, you've taken an opportunity to fix it and made it worse. So the best way to fix a problem, the best way to start, don't make it any worse. To me. To me. The the, what we're dealing with, marketing, cookies, unless it has E. coli, have really never killed anybody. <laughs> so we don't really need to have a solution like in two seconds because it, you know, it, it's a cookie. Your colors were wrong. That's not a life and death, you know, issue. We can come to it in about an hour. We mm -hmm. can cool down, cool off, really assess the situation and come at it that way. Mm -hmm. In marketing, that that gentleman on Saturday night did not need an answer. <laughs> 
You mm-hmm. know, but I we gave him one. I was heated, but when I left heated. the voicemail, I was like, hello, sir. Thank you so much for contacting us. I appreciate your time. Like, it was like straight <laughs> to my teeth. I very appreciate your business. We wish you the best moving forward. Um, okay, what we resist persists. So if you don't want to work, I, I'm not really good at client communications, but I'm not going to worry about it right now. It's going to continue to be a issue, an issue, mm-hmm. a thorn in your businessy flesh. The price of creativity is the judgment of others. <gasps> That's so true. When you guys put yourself out there, whether it be on Instagram. Your family will be the first person to catch back down. <laughs> you know what? My little viral Facebook reel has really put me in my place. <laughs> we, we have learned the judgment of others. Okay, so let's say you make let's say you make a set, right? And then you post it and you're like, I'm super proud of it. And someone's like, Okay, well, I seen XYZ better. Yeah. Then you can say, Okay, well, I'm never going to make anything ever again. Or you block them. <laughs> that <laughs> Facebook <laughs> has made that feature way too accessible. Yeah. They want you to clean it up. Um, okay, this one has to do with mid-air disasters. Okay. Uh, it's always better to be on the ground wishing you were in the air than to be in the air wishing you were on the ground. That's true. That's you know, a good I don't one. know how to correlate that. What was your, this is a freebie for you. What was the one they told you when you were trying to be a skydiving instructor? If you make a mistake skydiving, you have the rest of your life to fix it. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you don't have a lot of time. <laughs> um, how we say things is how we think things. <gasps> Why are you gasping in there? That's a good one. So I like to correlate this one. Let's say Corey gets into skydiving. And I'm like, oh, skydiving. Well, that's interesting. Okay, see how I said it yeah. is actually how I think it. I don't approve of it. Yeah. But I said, but I said, I, I said, that's interesting. No, I said, you know, that's interesting. So how you say things is how your brain is actually processing How them. Heather commented on my very first cookie said, well, that's a good effort. I said, the little better luck next time. <laughs> try, try, try again. <laughs> it was a heart that was, he hey. was bleeding. <laughs> and it was Bob the Blob. Oh. <laughs> um, Okay, hold on, hold on. Oh, this one's a great marketing one. Comes down with user experience. Make it easy to do things right and hard to do things wrong. When you see that people are submitting your form wrong every other time, you have made it very easy for them to do it wrong. Yeah. Yes. So what you need to go is go back through. I was talking to somebody in the cookie marketing group, sugar cookie marketing group, not the other cookies. We don't talk about <laughs> yeah. you drop cookies. I was talking about... Uh, someone was like, hey, here's my form. And I said, listen, you've left a lot of, uh, you know, short paragraph answers, short one-line answers versus a drop-down. Drop-downs force, force people to only pick your options. Yeah. Short answer means that they can type whatever they want. So she had an example, like, how many dozens do you want? And then you could type in one, two, three. Yeah. I said, force it to be one dozen, two dozen, three dozen. That way they won't type two and one only two cookies or two dozen cookies yeah. or 200 dozen cookies. Yeah. Force them to only be able to make the right answer. Yeah. Um, so a great way to do that is when people ask you a lot of questions because they don't understand something, they're showing you that you got a little gap, a little gap over there. Don't compare yourself to others, but to who you were yesterday. <gasps> yeah. That's mm-hmm. a big one. That's a solid guy. I will say a lot of times when we're on places like Instagram, you see these big creators, they get a lot of likes, they get a lot of comments and we think, me, <laughs> <laughs> not me. <laughs> you, me. So what was the quote again? 
Wow, you were like going to get yeah, it as a tattoo a second ago. It says, don't compare yourself to others, but to who you were yesterday. Yeah. So having that data, and if you are a business account or a creator account on Instagram, you can see your personal growth on there. That's great. So you can say, wow, you know what? I had more engagement these last seven days than I did the previous seven days. And that is growth. Mm-hmm. That, is, that means something. And that's the only person that you need to put yourself up against. If you always compared yourself to the big creators out there, you're going to have a bad day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only you have the same skill set as you did yesterday. So only you can compare yourself to the same person that you were yesterday. I'm saying what is not measured cannot be improved. That comes back uh-huh. down to marketing. That is marketing. We say that if you're going to try to attempt something in your marketing campaigns, you have got to be able to track it or you will not know if it was successful. Yeah, let's say, okay, so Google Workspace, that's paid Google mm-hmm. launch for the business. Oh, sorry. Oh, triggered the guy. Yeah. I'll let him get him out. Okay. We can get started. Me either. Google. I'm going to add that one to my quote list. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand either. What Google did was add kind of a newsletter sender um, to their inbox. Oh, nice. Yeah, you can only do it on the Target Rocket one. Oh. So within that, you could send someone's like, oh, this is great. Like, are you going to switch over to it? And I said, no, because they can't track it. I don't know what my open rate is. You couldn't track it? I'm surprised they wouldn't have that. It only though. allowed people to unsub to that. I, I didn't honestly oh, explore it. But I want to be able to see how many people opened my email, how many people read my email, how many yeah. people clicked on something, and how many people converted on my email. That's We can track it. If we can't track it, we can't measure if that was good or not. Yeah. So if you are working from a, your personal Facebook page versus – or your personal Facebook profile versus a Facebook page, you're – personal profile doesn't have any stats. You can't see reach. You can't see clicks. Mm -hmm. But if you work from a Facebook page, you have all that data. Do you remember back in the day we could boost a personal post? Yeah, that was insane. Yeah, that was like, it was weird. I was like, who is this John M? (laughs) John, thank you. I think you could only boost it to your friends list. John McGann. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Hold on. If you can name it, you can tame it. Mm -hmm. So, like, Corey's been working on her positivity. I have. But if she never named, well, I feel like I kind of have a negative disposition, then she can't tame, I'm working on my positivity, it. So you have to say, what are my issues? Instead of being in this fog of, like, my marketing's not working. What about your marketing isn't working? Well, everything. No, what specifically? Well, I didn't sell out of my pre-sales. Okay, well, what? Do you see how the yeah. more we name it, the more we can understand why it's not working and how we can... Hey, Matt. Yeah. And I realized, like, when my mornings, my son has to get ready. We have to, I have to get him to school. There's no bus system, so it's me driving. Giving myself more time in the morning and having 30 minutes where I can sit and lounge around before we – it's less stressful. You should get a robe. I have a robe. You should get a robe. I got a robe with – it's got stars on the pockets and a little cloud on the – Yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, you look like you. Okay. Well, I am <laughs> okay, if you pile up enough tomorrows, you'll find that you're left with nothing but a lot of empty yesterdays. And that could be a lot of us saying, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do this tomorrow. I'm going to teach cookie classes later this year. I'm going to start, I'll, I'll be doing a far, farmer's market later this I'll year. I'll learn macarons after the Later holidays. this year. A lot's happening later this year. But what you're going to look back and be like, oh, I could have just taken that quote of not being perfect and just launching yeah. and figuring out as a go. Then you'd have a lot more. Well, I did teach the cookie class and I did do a farmer's market and I didn't die. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Corey was about you, to run out of breath in that one class, so it's here and there. <laughs> Touch and go. <laughs> I've, I've gotten better. I've gotten better. Okay. Okay, I like I like this one. It's from Mark Cuban. Cuban. Okay, yeah. Cuban. 15% of a watermelon is better than 100% of a grape. 
So a big piece of a small thing ain't a lot. <laughs> yeah. A small piece of a big thing is a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you could say, I mean, you can apply it. Obviously, apply it to investing. The words. Huh? <laughs> I think you just like the words. Oh, yeah. Great watermelon. Happy. We'll just move on. You guys can extrapolate that one all you want. You don't stop playing when you get old. You get old and you stop playing. Yeah. Yeah. That one's for games. Um, sometimes you've got to burn down some trees to save the forest. Now, if you've ever seen fire control, they burn down the trees at the beginning of the forest, which seems like, well, counterintuitive, but before the fire gets there and it creates a trough where the fire can't leach over into the healthy trees, but you have to sacrifice some trees to save the whole forest. I know in the sugar cookie marketing group, we have a specific vibe and a specific like, like way that we run and we want the group to be, and we protect that all at all costs. So our rules are there and it's like, be kind, be nice. Don't give people unsolicited advice. And if someone doesn't apply to that rule, we cut down the little tree to save the rest of the forest. In the beginning of running the group, one, community management's a little bit more it was intricate it is. than I initially thought. Yeah. But we were like, well, that'd be really rude. You know, people want to have their opinions, blah, blah, blah. And then Facebook's like, hey, come. There's this Facebook group for Facebook admins. You have to be invited to it. I, I was on the wait list for, for 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> and when we got in the group, they were like, hey, your rules are your rules. Burn some trees down to save the whole forest. It's what you've got to do to create a safe space. And then it was like, oh, yeah. And it's not because we were like, oh, it's not like we all get there and be like, darn you, Sarah. Yeah, it's not our way or the highway. Right. It's, that's not. It's always be respectful. You've got to protect the community. Yeah. And sometimes that just has a little variance where a little tree got cut down. It's a deleted post. Just follow the rules. Just follow the rules. And if you don't follow the rules and you're confused, don't worry. Someone will let you know. Yeah. And if I have to delete a post and it's you're you're new and you don't know, I don't. I do not honestly look at the names. <laughs> I could not tell you who's supposed. I just look at the content. Right. Okay. This one. Clutter is nothing more than postponed decisions. Okay. Let's let's draw this no. one home. I look at some of stuff. Specifically papers. And I think I will figure you out later. And then he becomes clutter. Because I said, have later. Have you seen my dining room table? No, you haven't invited me over. Where decisions go to dine. <laughs> <laughs> you never invite anybody over. I know. Uh, a great partnership is one where both people are striving to do 60% of the work. Now, immediately my mom says this. No, we should each give 100%. No, you, this is 100% is all. So we can't give 200%. That'd be too high. Well, how about 100? That's still 120. Right. So here's the thing. If I'm giving 60% and you're getting giving 60, we'll get We're to 100. We're definitely going to get to 100. Right. But let's say you fall back of 60 and you're still doing 50%. You're still giving yeah. half of the effort. And if both people strive for 60%, you'll definitely get to 100 and nobody will feel like they did more than the other person. You can't have two people giving 100%. Me and my husband do 200% each. Thank you, I've seen yes, it. <laughs> not, not with the cleaning. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's cute to say we're both giving 100%. That would make two pies in which case. And almost like that doesn't, that when you're like, we give like a thousand percent. percent. It, it, it doesn't have. No but if you're realize. like, let's both strive for 60%, when we'll we come at, at 50. 50%. You may come in at 63 and I come at 57. When did you step up? Math is wrong right there. <laughs> but yeah, as long as you get to 100%. Now, what you don't want is I give 100% because then maybe the partner will be like, well, then I, can't have to, I don't have to do anything. Yeah. So this is if you have, like, if you hire My ex-boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. I was not going to go there. Hey, if you're listening. No. Um, if you have employees, if you have a business partner, if your um, friends and family or spouse help out, especially during this busy time that we're getting ready to come to, having a little powwow, a little meet and greet. Get everyone on the same yeah. page. It's going to save a lot of, of feelings. I have an issue with asking people to 
with setting expectations up front. But I do not have an issue with getting resentful when they weren't met. Absolutely. Last December, me and Heather were like, let's run our cookie classes like it's a full-time job. That was a mistake. And we did did cookie kits. I don't know. I think we did. Seven classes. Seven classes. I want to say over 100 cookie kits. Because we did some commercial cookie kits. At the very end. I've never been so Me and Heather hated each other. I was like, at the end, you know, like, okay. Honestly, it had gotten around 9.30 at night, which is ungodly for us to see each other after seven. And then, like, you know when you're doing icing bags yeah. and twirly whirlies in them and nobody's talking <laughs> Nobody. anymore? There's no communication. We had, like, very quiet <laughs> We're not doing that this year. Okay. Uh, when you're happy, you hear the music. When you're sad, you hear the lyrics. I'm just going to mm. leave you with that one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, absence of evidence is not ev- evidence of absence. Now, I like this one. Okay. Because a lot of people say, well, I didn't sell out of my pre-sales, so my audience doesn't like pre-sales. Yep. What does your audience not like? Is it the preset? We got it. We can't say just because something isn't here, that means that that's the cause. Yeah. Could it be that you your pre-sale, the open time of your pre-sale wasn't spot on for your audience? Are they a last minute buyer and you had them trying to make the decision four weeks out? Yeah. Correlation does not equal causation. That same thing like, well, you know, I, I jumped up three times this morning and then my cookie class sold out. So I must need to jump up three cl- times every That's morning. I do every class. Yeah, I know. Keep jumping. <laughs> <laughs> we need more jumps. Uh, oh, this one was a crazy one. I thought this was just like, well, this is on TikTok. So, you know, it's a, sure. uh, what good is a Rolex if it just tells you what time your lunch break is over? <sighs> I need a Rolex. I want to know when my lunch is <laughs> I need a Rolex. <laughs> Past behavior is the best predictor of future behavior. Now, that was actually towards uh, market uh, stock stocks and oh, how they yeah. perform. But look at it towards your client. A difficult client tends to be a difficult client all the time. But you may be like, they were difficult then. Back, I got to think of Shelly. Love her to death. Shell. She was difficult the first time. Guess what? She was difficult the second time. Yeah. And she was difficult the third time. Shelly's difficult. But, you know, and not even just difficult clients. You have can have picky clients. If they're picky the first time, they've been picky every single time. So I can set my expectations. Like, I really need to make sure that my communication with yes. this specific client. Like, I have an order that's due on Friday morning, which I'll be a little late because i got to drop it off. Anyways, <gasps> she is do whatever you want type of chick. So I can know, like, my communication is a little bit more relaxed because she's not as picky. But I have this other client who, like, like the colors and the font style is important. And um, they will it will always be important. So past behavior is, a, is the best predictor of future behavior. That can go to That's men. People, are, and people who clients. don't. This is what I see the biggest thing in the sugar cookie marketing group. They were troublesome before they were late on paying, but now they didn't pay this time. Um, if it's they okay. didn't pay before... Yeah. It's okay to say for this one client, if you don't collect payment at time of order and you have somebody that did not pay the last time, it's okay to suddenly collect payment at time of order for that person. It's their little boundary that you've set up. Um, You are not responsible for the first thought. What? What? I don't think I read this one. Did I type that one? (laughs) Okay. You're not responsible for your first thought because we're humans with nervous systems. However, you are responsible for the second thought though. Oh, I did not read this one on Saturday, and it was a good one. Do you get it? Explain it. So if I say, well, Corey, your outfit looks a little ugly, your first thought will be like, Heather, that's so rude. 
My second thought just, is also <laughs> your second thought, that one you're in control of. The first thing that it's comes just, to your mind yeah. is you're a human. Yeah. But that second thing, you're also a human who can process and analyze and decide and what say, that. I know you are, but when I'm right. Wondering. So that's why that first, that's what kind of go back to the original quote. When the client says, I hated your cookies, that first thought is like, well, you're, you have bad taste. <laughs> the second thought, though, that's the business owner thought. It, so don't reply mm-hmm. with the nervous system thought. You're yeah. just a human. Give yourself some space. Be the business owner and breathe, and then let's think about this. Yeah. Okay, in strategy, the longest way round is the shortest way home. This is an interesting one. It's from the Strategies of War book with the death crowd. Death crowd. Uh, this is saying, like, sometimes while it may look like that's such a long way to get to the thing that you want – if you live, then it's the shortest way home. Yeah. So it may be like, well, I'll cut corners and I'll do this and I'll get over there faster. But if you didn't ever make it home, then it wasn't it wasn't a good strategy. It wasn't a good strategy. I don't know how to die. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to think about that. Something. But I can only go to It's a death cross. <laughs> <laughs> something Tom Cruise. <laughs> something. something. Uh, okay. This one is for dental hygiene. Oh. You brush your teeth in the morning to keep your friends and you brush your teeth at night to keep your teeth. Oh. Uh, I need to tell one to my son. <laughs> Corey made me get one of the best. I was thinking we yeah. should go through at the end of the year and ask everyone the best three purchases they made yeah. this year. I'd Did say mine, HVAC, you get a portable guy. I got one too because of you. I think this ro- robe has changed my little life. <laughs> I have always been a robe wearer. But you told me to get the Phil- Philips Sonicare. Yeah, the Sonicare. And it was, okay, $100 toothbrush. Oh my goodness. I know. That seemed dumb. But I've tasted the sweet nectar. Of a Philips Sonicare. Not even the Oral-B. And I don't want to poo-poo on the Oral-B. My dentist said Oral-B is not as good as Sonicare. The Sonicare, man, it does. It makes... I've never felt... I say my teeth. dentist is like, we don't have the same... <laughs> the dentist. <laughs> Sumner. I said hello. Uh, yeah. So, okay. If you're going to pick two of your best purchases... Two of it? Like baking related? No, 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 no. Just like whatever. Oh, a blueberry. Got, Corey got a car... It was the same make and model she had before, but newer. But you have no more car problems. No more it's car really issues. Really, and that is relaxing on the mind. That's relaxing me guarding mind. whatever the first quote was. <laughs> um, what else is like something that I mean? A dehydrator was fantastic. You moved into a new townhome. Yeah, no. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> uh, your living room furniture you seem very happy with. The piano. No, one, no one's allowed. This you spend a lot of money for that. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> keep going. I don't want to go too well. Um. Okay, this one is sounds very negative and cryptic, but I want you guys to say with me. I have to die. If it is now, then I will die now. If later, then now I will take my lunch since the hour for lunch has arrived, and I'll die. And dying, I will tend to later. So be with for today. It's like why borrow trouble from tomorrow? That's what Gams always says. Oh, yeah, why worry? Yeah, so you're like, okay, you're gonna die. Cool. None of us made it out alive, right? But why fret about that today? If today you're not gonna die, then go to lunch and enjoy your day. And then when you do die, you'll have figured out that. That is something I'm working on, not being so worried about things I cannot control. That's on the back of my watch made fun of. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it kind of comes back. That is all about mindfulness, and that's what he's about. It's the stoic. Yeah. Okay. Winners are focused on the finish line. Losers are focused on the winners. We had talked about that. Someone said that in the cookie column. It was a solid one. And it was a solid one. That is so true. If you find yourself so caught up with your competition, you are focused on the wrong 
thing. You got to focus, need to on, your focus on those business goals that you set for yourself. Yes. I want to pay for Disney World with cookie money. I want a new car that I'm paying Great for. Great finish lines. Quit my job so I can do this full time. If you're looking at your competitors, oh my goodness, they're offering the same thing as me. Guess what? We all are. <laughs> if it's not a target crate, we're not offering it. Right. So you need to focus <laughs> on your end goals and not those around you because you will succeed if you're in focus with your goals, not if you're in focus with others. I like it. Um, everyone will pay for product product if it can pay them back. That was from uh, the sales subreddit. Solution. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you, if I can sell, I'll buy a Target crate full of cookies from you if you make me look good at this party. Absolutely. If I have one less thing to worry about with my crazy life and no, and I can look good at the party, bring it, and people are like, wow, Corey. This comes back down to kind of our goal with the cookie college. I want the cookie college to pay for itself. I, we had a lady join today, and I got to write her back, but she was like, I bet my husband that the cookie college would pay for itself, so let's do this. Yeah, I'm ready yeah. to prove her right. And everyone will sign up for that if it can pay them back, and then our product will sell itself. But our job is to make it worth your money. Right. And that is why Sounds we like make sure everyone like this is, is all successful. <laughs> <laughs> the single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it has taken place. Ah. That is great, both in life, business, and relationship, yeah. is that – if I looked at Corey and be like, well, she knew what I meant. Odds are she didn't. And I just assumed she did. And now I've got a big old problem. Yeah. You'd have to sit down and say, hey, Corey, just making sure we're on the same page here. I don't want to print your cookie cutters anymore. You're not paying me the $4. <laughs> <laughs> um, bees don't waste time telling flies that honey is better than poop. We'll edit there. <laughs> That's a good one. So, okay, at the end of the day, you may be like, hey, I'm doing this. And then somebody's like, you shouldn't be doing that. Don't worry about them, man. They're flies. Yeah. They don't, they, they're too, you're not, go get your honey. They're focused on the wrong thing. They're not focused <laughs> on the winner. They're focused on right. the loser. You can apply the B one to a lot. Uh, how we spend our days is, of course, how we spend our lives. Uh, this is kind of back to that mindfulness. Today is your life. Yes. This boring, weird day of podcast and the olive graven. Okay. <laughs> this is your life. This is the majority of your life. And I know a lot of us look at our lives as, I can't wait until I move into this new house, or I can't wait until I graduate college, or I can't wait until I have five kids. The the time right now, this is, is the this is most of this it. This is it. Yeah. It's not the highs, and the highs are great, and I love them. But the majority of time is just getting there. Yeah. Checking along. So if you keep saying, well, I think, uh, what's that? Trace Atkins, the singer, the country singer? Yeah. Like, he sings a song called, You're Gonna Miss This. Because yeah. the girl in the song keeps saying, well, when I get a house, when I yeah. get married, when I get this. And he's like, well, this is – everything is the life part, but you keep wishing it away. Thank you, Trace Atkins, for that. Please listen to that. If you're you're going to miss this. I'll sing it. And listen to the you're lyrics. Gonna when you're sad, you listen to the yeah, right, right, right. Don't listen to it when you're happy. You're going to miss <laughs> the message. Um, if you want something you've never had, you have to do something you've never done. Say that one again because that's a if good one. If you want something you have never had, you have to do something you've never done. A lot of people, a lot of us – Continue to do the same thing, and we're like, why didn't I get that that thing I wanted? Well, you're not, you haven't done something you've never done to get something you've never had. Yeah. And it, it requires a lot of risk. It does. What's the quote? <laughs> risk reward. Yeah. Like all the quotes in the world. Hold on. The more you sweat in peace, the less you bleed in war. That's that from, means the more you'll never you guess prepare, what book that's from. <laughs> Art of war. <laughs> the, that means the more that you do behind the scenes – whether being prepared for an event, um, making sure that, you know, your cookies are ready to go, everything's boxed, your class is prepped, everything is ready to go. You're yeah. not going to look like you're standing yeah, there with Yeah, it's your... not going to be the worst day. No. You're going to have Like be... your worst day is still going to be someone's best day. <laughs> yeah. So that's a good one. Uh, scooching along here. We have more time. 
You want me to keep going? Uh, give us one more good one. <gasps> really? Yes. A ship in the harbor is safe, but that's not what ships are built for. Read that one as a good last one. A ship in the harbor is safe, but that is not what ships are built for. The great way of saying is like, hey, like go it teach. feels good to not teach classes. Oh, yeah. It feels great. good to not put myself out for that pre-sale. It yeah. feels good to not fake for the farmer's market. Because when I don't do any of that, I can never fail. But I will also never succeed. Quote me. Uh-huh. I'm going to just type it up here. <laughs> <laughs> I like this one. Money is a passenger in the car, but I never let it behind the wheel. That's the minimalist. So money. Well, nice to have. It's a part of the, it's a part of the business decision, right? Mm-hmm. We got to make money if we're not working profitably. I snuck this quote in here. If we're not working profitably, then we, we can't work at a loss. We just can't. Did you just make that one up? What? Did you make it up? The quote? That no, it's from the minimalist. Okay. I would like to be a part of them. No. <laughs> the minimalist. You have slippers. <laughs> um, so the money is a passenger car, but I never let it behind the wheel. So money is a driving factor. However, it is not the driving factor. Your happiness probably should be. Yeah, because um, when you make money your driving factor, then you're living for each. Everything is so much more intense. If yeah. your class doesn't you, then sell you're out, keep God working. Yeah. You're going to keep working these really long hours. And, you know, for a while I was like, why am I working so long? And I'm miserable. Like at the end of the day, the value of the dollar became less in my head because I was like, oh, my goodness. Oh, true. I remember those days. Uh-huh. I was just yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my quote. I got like 50,000 more. But if you guys... Point oh. us to we can do a pot too. Okay, that'll be good. Corey, if, trying to, if you never hear, if no one ever likes it, you'll, <laughs> you'll, never, you'll never hear part two. <laughs> okay, moving on to group stuff. Talk have, about no, it's the Cookie College. Oh, Go yeah. right on. Can I actually say what we're working on the college? Sure, we're doing group challenges, but October's group challenge is email marketing. Yeah, which unfortunately they're about to get the class. I spent two days recording. Oh, yeah, it. They were asking about it. They're not going to like it. They're not. So I decided, so the class is, you know, coming up with the list, like building out your list, but then importing and tagging, which sounds like it's two seconds. However, it took me two hours today to get every class attending, that's what I decided to focus on, uploaded into Flowdesk, which is an email center I really like, into segmented lists. So explain segmentation. Segmentation is an interesting and really savvy way to market to people. The person who bought, who took a Halloween class last year, is likely to take a Halloween class this year. So if you haven't taught classes, the person who bought your pre-sale last year, odds are they like pre-sales, they'll buy it again. But the person who bought the custom dozen might not be a pre-saler. Right, but what we can do, okay, so let's say the custom dozen ordered kids' cookies. With the right segmentation, we can say, here's my list of clients that I know have kids. Guess what kids also like to do? DIY kids. So with the right segmentation, I can create an email list sent to hyper-focused target Mm -hmm. of people who have kids that are likely to buy a kids-focused DIY kit. Imagine the open rate Yeah, when when I send it to people. So let's say, here's an example of this. I'm going to bring it back to classes because that's what's on my brain. And say I decide to offer a parent-child class. So, you know, one ticket gets a parent and a kid, mother, daughter, dad, whatever. And I send it to just anybody who's ever taken my class. Okay. Kind of like a broad audience yeah. I might sell out. But let's say I send it to people who I know have children. And I say, hey, you bring your kiddo. I'd love to have them here. The odds of those people converting are higher than the broad stroke. Hey, guys, I'm selling something. Come buy it. Absolutely. And you've really niched down your marketing to have the best data mm-hmm. reporting. So versus just throwing a spaghetti against the wall and saying, well, I guess it's yeah. <laughs> Seems kind of sticky. Uh, people are like, okay, great. Why don't I just send it to everybody? 
Again, we talk about niching down our audience to a hyper-targeted audience. You're going to be able to convert more with fewer resources. Mm -hmm. So let's say, to bring it back, I send an email to all of my audience every time. Eventually, my emails will end up in their spam folder if they don't interact with them, yeah. which why would they? I've sent a broad stroke. If you don't have a kid, you're not going to open up a kid's class email. Yeah. But let's say I send it to only people who I know have a likelihood of opening it. My open rate will be higher. My email deliverability will be better. My conversion rate will be higher. And my pockets will be deeper. <laughs> So that's what we were working through. So it was like, I mean, I feel bad for the cookie college kids. I got to watch my brain function, which was slow at best. But we organize that list and then we upload each of these unique segments from holidays. So my big differentiator was people who had taken classes for a specific holiday. Yeah. Now I can send people who took Christmas class last year. I can say, hey, are you interested? Another great thing. Let's say somebody drops out of a class that we have. We have a class on Saturday. Let's say we somebody gets COVID, drops out, which is absolutely fine, but we've already baked their cookies. Mm -hmm. Can I send to somebody who took my class last year to say, hey, here's $5 off if you want to fill in the seat. Or here's $10. I've already rendered the service, yeah. right? I just I need, need a button to just get seat. someone in there and get a little bit of cash back on that. Right. And then I can appreciate a client. Or There's this one lady who took six different classes. I can say, hey, Crystal, you want to come swing by? Yeah. Take this class, half price, something like that. And that is what beautiful marketing magic happens in the college. Yes, it does. And that is our October push. And that is going to fill the seats because we are really pushing cookie classes. And our December push in the cookie college is teaching a cookie class. It's our November push for, for teaching at Christmas. Yes. Class. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, the December challenge people are going to hate is the data days of December where we're going to organize our year's worth of data into segmented marketing lists where we can just really zhuzh up a CRM program. We can import it into our newsletter sender. And everyone hates data organization. Trust me, I do too. But when it happens, it makes beautiful, beautiful marketing music. And you're going to start the year off right. But you can join the Cookie College right now. It is still the same price as when we started over a year ago. That is $68 a month. It is only going to be $68 a month until December 31st. And then it goes to $76 a month. If you want to be locked into that rate, my friends, sign up December 30th or now, but we can't raise the price on you once you're in at 68. But if you sign up after December 31st, it'll be 76, but still worth it. Our goal in there is to make everyone miss it when they leave. Uh -huh. We love when people have success there because that means they'll be back. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. We can move on to the next step. Stop looking at me. I'm trying to think about it. <laughs> the next thing I want to talk. Oh, if you want to check out The Cookie College, you can learn more about it at thecookiecollege.com. Be happy to answer any questions as well. Okay. Group stuff? Yeah, group. We have, you're making a lot of noises over there. Okay. Okay. We have the Vendi Blendy. The Vendor Blender. So Vendor I Blender. think. Vendor Blender. Vendor Blender. We have 15, I think 14, 16? 16? Yeah. 16 people signed up. 16 my phone vendors ring. signed up. If we do not, I'm holding Heather's feet to fire. If we do not get honestly four being more, relentless. I'll pull the plug on it all. I got a process I'll have to worry about. So we have a but we have cookie cutter. Let's shops. break down what the vendor blender is. The vendor blender one is day event. One day event. Midnight on Thanksgiving. Midnight so the day on after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Twenty four hours of endless shopping saving. To be a vendor blender, you have to offer twenty percent off or, or more. more. 
on your shop. And then they'll get three posts in a group that will exist for a one day only. But some of them will offer a door prize. Many have offered a door prize. And we, if we get 20 vendors, we'll be offering an Eddie to oh, yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. in the Vendor Blender group. So what's great about the Vendor Blender group, it's only open for 24 hours. You stand at the gates and we let everyone in at the same time. Stand There's at no the rush. gates of hell. Yeah. <laughs> There's no rush. You just, that, that, the pin post will have all the discounts so you can get in, get out. But once you're in the group, someone in that group, which I think we had like, what, how many people were in it last year? 36. 3,600? Well, I'm sorry, no, 5,000, 6,000. Oh, five or 6,000 people. You have so much bigger of an opportunity to win an Eddie yeah, in that yeah. tiny little This group. will actually be the highest, you know, what do they say, your chances of winning the lottery? This will be the highest one of winning an Eddie. Yeah. So Heather is going to create the group, and then you can, like, you can apply Request to be to in join. the group. But you'll, no one will join until that one right. day. So you'll, you'll just be in the pending. So that's, that's good to purpose. get to get. Right. Don't yeah. cancel your join request. You'll be Still, let don't in keep on the Don't canceling and redoing it. <laughs> get you in the front of the line. Everyone's yeah. going to the other And then, um, then we'll have everything dialed in. So I'll create that group and announce it soon. And then I'll find my Only four. I'll find my four. We have. I'm going to find my four. If you guys know any vendors that would like to be a part of it, go ask them. Because I will not. If it's 19, I still will not let this You're happen. You're crazy. I won't. I won't. I have boundaries and I'm sticking to them. You're crazy. Mostly because I don't want to pay for it and give it to somebody. Yeah, Eddie's not cheap. But mm-hmm. if ever, if all 20 vendors pay the $150, it comes out it to $3,000. So. Which is, happens to be a cost of an Eddie. Okay, another thing I want to talk about is upcoming lives. We have one coming up actually really soon, probably before this podcast what? gets uploaded. Uh, getting squared oh, away with Square one. with Lydia. If you have a Square site, you were thinking about a Square site, Lydia has seen it. You've cried calling. through a Square site. Yes. Lydia has seen your your tears, and she says, I am here to answer. But she is a Square pro. Um, so get in there. I think she even has a code that maybe will help you yeah. save some money, and you can listen to that and get that code from her. Yeah, I think, what is it, like waive the uh, processing fees yeah, or something? Sure. Something like that. And then we have, oh, the Sugar Cooking Marketing Booth Day. The booth day. Okay, another chance to win an Eddie. Uh, what? What? What's the table? <laughs> okay, so Primera, the mom and dad of Eddie, has given us an Eddie to give away to somebody on Saturday. So to reiterate, this Saturday. Two, two Eddies. Two Eddies. Two Eddies on different days. Yeah. But this Saturday, October 22nd, at 2.22 p.m., there will be a post that goes up. You have one hour you to comment time on time before you guys clamor. Yeah, that's true. You have one hour to comment on there. It'll just be an easy question. Don't worry about it. I'm not going to ask for your firstborn. I'm going to ask for your social, your visa, your bank <laughs> At 3.22, the comments of that post will be turned off. The people on that post will be the ones eligible to win the Eddie, and I'll just have someone randomly chosen. So none of the words matter. That Weird space in the word randomly. Randomly. Right. Randomly chosen. Okay, great, great. And then after that, um, we have, squeeze me, squeeze me, stop the scroll with stop motion reels with Nicole Lindsay. So stop motion is mm-hmm. a cute little thing. You've probably seen it on a reel where cookies are coming into the side of the thing and they're all stopping and turning just a little bit. Yeah, where it it's looks like the cookies video. are walking themselves yeah. around. So she's going to tell you how to do that. And that'll be a great arsenal thing to have for your reels, TikToks. They perform well. They're interesting yeah. to watch. Imagine you putting a cookie kit together and the little things walking in there that's a walking into the box so cute yeah Mm -hmm. okay that's group stuff right group stuff okay what's next the voicemails if you only want to look them up 
We'll skip this one because okay. this podcast is getting lengthy. It is, and we're running out of battery. Okay, it's sponsors. Sponsors. Take okay, it. happy to introduce. You're going to have to give me the code. I have to. I People are swerving off the road when you make very. <laughs> um, AE Core Backers has joined us as a podcast sponsor and. They are Let me just phenomenal. Okay, Corey's on her. I just saw I get on her soapbox. This is, let me just tell you, a quality product. If you've seen any of my photos, people are like, I hate your photos. <laughs> it is to. taken on an AE core backer. Why? I love that it's rigid. So I can turn so it let, to let, and I'm sorry, Corey's too advanced. I'm Corey's too, too advanced in here. You know? Listen, you moved into a house. They put a granite countertop. You hated the color. Everything's dark. And you say, goodness, honey, I want to remodel the kitchen so I can take great photos. And he says, not until the cookie college pays for itself, sweetheart. So what are you to do? Get these backdrops. What they do is almost change the texture you can- of your Life. 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 You and can... they come in different colors and they come in different textures and they come in different finishes. And A Core Backers has been one that is really swell. She has been around the group for years now. I know. I've crazy. used her backers for years. I actually tested her out, like unbeknownst to her. You she found didn't know her where? I searched for her. I found her randomly on Instagram. And I said, I want to buy one from you. And then I said, I love this. And I said, come into my group. And she's just been an absolute gem of a person. But I've used her backers for years. They're food safe, which just eases my mind. So you can put your food right on the backers. I've put uh, chocolate sauce on there and you wash it off. I saw that. You took it into the bathtub. Oh, we should do a video on that. We should. Um, AECoreBackers.com. It's aecorebackers.com, and you can actually save 20% by using the code SUGARCOOKIE, not plural, um, at checkout on there. So A as an apple, E as an egg, C as in Corey, O as an ostrich. seriously spelling all that? R, R as in Rick. No. E as in egg. Backers. E. A-C-K-E-R-S.com. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of hard to hear us. Aecorebackers.com. 20% off code sugar cookie. Yes. At checkout. At checkout. Good, good, good. Okay, good. Take Next off. off is a meringue powder that I absolutely love. Oh, I heard the five pound is love. In. Five pounds back. Five pounds back. And after this podcast, it's going to be out because I'm going to buy it. <laughs> um, but Royal Batch is a meringue powder that is absolutely amazing to work with. It has corn syrup already in it, white food coloring, and vanilla extract, which is just awesome. And when it whips up, it whoops, whoops, whips up to silky, <laughs> <laughs> silky smooth. It's so awesome. And you can actually use the code TWINS plural and save 10% off with them. But she's had, she's, we, we've sold her out. So she's been sold out for a bit. She has the one pound bag. And now this week she has a five pound bag. We should have gotten the vendor blenders discount codes to be, they make two, one. And then we tell everyone, just type in your favorite twins twins Well, at the end, tabulate that everyone said, Heather, not Corey. And all the vendors are like, no, thank you. That's a lot of work. (laughs) We're tired of seeing Corey's name over and over and over. (laughs) People don't know how to spell Corey. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Okay. That's great. And then we have Eduardo. Of course, we've talked about him at length because it is a giveaway. But if you want to learn more about this direct-to-food printer, I know we didn't really explain what he was. Eddie is a direct-to-food printer from a company called Primera, one of the chillest companies I've ever seen. However, they have an amazing support group on Facebook called Eddie Printer Users Group. Just join. You don't have to have one to join, but you'll get a lot of insight about what this little crazy machine can do. He is crazy. 
It is so cool to see this little dude fire up and shoot out amazing colors as he prints directly to a sugar cookie with icing on it. Um, I can't believe that that machine exists. It almost seems like it's from the future, um, but they are also an amazing sponsor. So thank you, the sponsors. They keep this podcast going for free and people are like, well, stop paying. We don't like the podcast. <laughs> How are you going to get the quotes? How will you How get these quotes? Will you get this high? You survived 100% of your bad days. Why well, give up now? <laughs> you, if you hit every shot you take, you're standing too close. I was just to trying to read the rest of it. <laughs> <We're just laughs> right no, 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 no. With your twin dress, they're home size. It's going to be my robe. Go ahead and talk about your robe. Actually, you know what I wanted to talk about? The okay. hair growth serum. I've been using it. Yeah, but is it making my hair fall out? Is it? Jen says her hair is growing back three times the thickness. Oh. Okay, I was reading this article. I don't think you should self-diagnose or self-prescribe. But if you want to go to a dermatologist, there was this. They did this, you know, hey, everyone take this medication. We're doing a test. Yeah. It was on lowering your heart rate or something. Uh-huh. And people were like, my heart rate's a lot lower, but my hair be a lot thicker. <laughs> So there's this thing the New York Post wrote about it called off prescriptions. That's where a doctor, you know, the dermatologist said, hey, you know, FDA is not going to research pimples, unfortunately. I need someone to research. I know. I'll be the test subject. (laughs) But they said, like, because the side effect of a low dose of this heart rate medication is really great hair growth, uh, they've bottled it in. It's the active ingredient. You'll never guess Rogaine. That's what came from this study. But you can take an oral medication. Of course, I, I don't take it, but you could ask your derm- dermatologist for mm-hmm. it, and they could prescribe it. It's a 14th of the pill. Oh. That's how it works. However, they do have a topical version of it. Mm-hmm. At 2%, um, it is a prescription, so you'd have to go ask U.S.-based like people. Everyone else is, would probably just go to the market and get it. You feel like your hair is thick? I haven't used it yet. You get used to Working it. Working towards it. Yeah, when I'm not blow-drying my hair, I just throw it in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically what this stuff does, and I'll have to look up the name because I forgot I know, I the name. It forces blood, which is nutrients, to the hair follicle root, which causes hair growth. Oh. Also, I got a rub. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> my twin trust is I rebranded thanks to oh, yeah. Heather. So no, I was, thanks to the job application. Yeah, yeah. I was at the crumbed cookies since the beginning. Unfortunately, crumbled Why did you pick cookies. Name? I actually didn't think this was going to work out. I okay, just chose it in um, Heather hated the name the whole time, but she made Here's my little why. Logo. Here's why the uh-huh. name is confusing. You used the article, yes. the. Use crumbed, plural. It's a hard word to spell because there's a silent B in crumbed it. Crumbed is plural or past tense? I'm sorry. It's crumbed is past tense. Yes. So, and then there's a silent B in it. And then cookies yeah, is you plural. You have to stop crumbed cookies. cookies. Yeah. It's a lot a lot of mouth exercise to say it. Um, but someone applied to work for me last week. Um, <laughs> the they thought I was the crumble cookies, um, which is that big franchise. So I said, you know what? It's about that time. About that time. So Heather did I'm not good with logos or logo colors. If you ask me, I'm going to say everything looks good. Um, but Heather took me under her little wing and she rebranded me. And it was Into such bright, jazzy oranges. Yeah, it really took me into the 21st century. And it was my personality because I am not like the frilly. But I got to give compliments to you on this. The name has a double entendre. Entendre. Okay, so what it is, queso, mixing balls. Okay, very synonymous with cookie decorating. Huh. However, in the area of Northern Virginia, we have the mixing bowl, which is an amalgamation of four different roads that interchange right in Springfield. So five minutes from here, it is 95, it is 395, and it is 495 
North and east well, or west. Well, Heather said four roads, and that doesn't seem like a lot. If you looked at this, when when people from not in fear, town fear their eyes, oh, when your eyes you start see, welling with as soon tears. as you have seven choices, seven roads to take, and you have less than a second to decide. There which are loop de loops, looping around loop de loops. <laughs> you could head straight to DC if you take. You the wrong accidentally one. get trapped into two hours in traffic. Take a left, take a right, you'll be home. You don't know. <laughs> but that is what the mixing bowl is here. I, they just gave it. If you look at it from a sky's point of view. It looks like you know, spaghetti noodles. Like, all right, WTOP is the new station here, whatever. Mm-hmm. They used to say when I was driving, riding in the car with my mom on the way to piano classes, they'd be like, the mixing bowl construction will start and it won't finish until 2011. And I was like, wow, I'll be so old. Turns out I am old. And they and now are we're still working on it. <laughs> but that's why we did the mixing bowl cookie company because it's a play on words. But it's also mixing bowls. So everyone had a great response to it. I, I so. really appreciated everyone's positive reaction. But if you noticed your Instagram, your Instagram URL is wrong. There's a glitch on Instagram currently where your URL is suddenly wrong. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are facing the issue where they can't update it. Mine reverted back to my old one, yeah. but it's definitely 404. So yeah, crazy. But I love my little logo. Good, and then good. Heather made me this little cookie cutter. <laughs> That thanks to Sam uh, from Sam's Cookie Company. She teaches you how to make bridges. And she got a little circles in this little logo. Are you gonna make it? Yeah, I am. We're gonna take a profile picture. You're gonna have to do your hair. I will. Now that it's all very lush and filled in. (laughs) I think it was a good change because you remember that guy from Kentucky that was about eighty and said he wanted his money back, and we tried to figure out. So that's when I knew it was like someone's like, "I hate your cookies." The lemon one was the worst. I'm I'm like, like, "Lemon cookies." But he was he was upset about his purchase from Crumble in Kentucky. Yeah, and when you look up Crumble, I pop up there. Right. So this is oh, and now we're and we'll probably teach a class in the Cookie College talking about this interim time of a rebrand where yeah. you've got to get your audience reconditioned to the new name, but you can't completely switch over. Uh, Kim had a great tip to she you did. to put your, where'd you put it? Your name? Yeah. Cause my name on Instagram was, I had, it, there, you have three opportunities for you to be searched. You have your name, you have your bio and you have your actual handle. So you don't want those to all three be the same because people would have to look. So people know me in the area as Corey and then they knew me as the crumb cookies and then that I'm Lake Ridge. So I had my name Corey Miracle slash Lake Ridge Baker. Um, but so when she rebranded, the handle went from the crumb cookies to Mixing Bowl Cookie Company. However, it was no longer searchable. Mm-hmm. So Kim sends a quick DM. She's like, I learned this in the cookie groups. Uh, change your name to the cr- formerly the crumbed cookies, and then it became searchable. Yeah. The crumbed cookies leads you to Mixing Bowl Cookie Company. Genius. Genius. Yeah. Genius. So I am in that limbo because now when you go to at me in a local group, those people, I have to hope that they find me. Right. But I'm going to do a Facebook ads campaign. Nice. I like that. And then I updated your Google business profile to say new name, formerly old name. And you did it on my um, cover photo. You said formerly. I did. Yeah, I did. And then maybe I'll do a giveaway um, to get my name like really into people's minds. Yeah, that'd be cute if you gave those. If you started adding those to some Oedas. Oh, yeah. You know, I thought it'd be cute. And then I was going to talk. What if we got branded boxes? Okay, but here's the thing. You'd be giving up the cuter boxes. Well, I'd be giving up the window boxes. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Give me those. Boxes. I think we funded test. Yeah. I think the top saying, "Wow, somebody loves you enough to give you cookies," like something cute like that. Oh, that's so like the gift yeah, give feels me something like that. But the colors are very cute. That's why I'm excited. An about orangey, that. an orangey vibe, orangey. which is different for us. We're usually, it, you know, I know, I solid know. colors. Yeah, we're I'm usually solid colors, and this is three colors in it. If you want to look it up, 
It is on Facebook. It is Facebook.com forward slash mixing bowl cookie company. I'll never guess. We try to do exact match. So Corey said, just from a marketing standpoint, mixing bowl cookie co. That's what I said. Let's keep it universal. Let's just do the company. Um, but I think we did park the domains and ha- we'll have uh, yeah, them redirect. Yeah, because my um, email address is still wrong. Did you want to send an email? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll work on that. Okay, kids. That takes us to the end of the man who passes the sentence should swing the sword. And okay. the last- <laughs> 